Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today is a story that's actually told in, in the Navi about the Yidden during a time when there was a lot of idol worship. Oleinu. Delayal Navi was the leader of the Yidden. And so what happened was that many, many Yidden were believing in an idol named the Baal. The Baal really means the master. And so the idea was that they were accepting this idol as their master, Chatzvashalom. And so Eliel and Navi saw that he would have to make a contest. And the contest was that each side, Eliyahu and Navi for the side of Hashem and the idol worshippers, 400 false prophets of the idols uh, for the side of the idol, would have a contest. Each one would have an opportunity to build the Mizbeach and to put animals, slaughter animals and put them on the Mizbeach. And we would see which one could cause a fire to come down from heaven to burn up the carbonus. If Eliyahu and Navi could do it, then the other side, the false prophets, would admit that, yes, Hashem is really true. And if, chas v'shalom, the false prophets could cause fire to come down from heaven in the name of their idol, chas v'shalom, then uh, that would prove that they were true, chas v'shalom, chas v'shalom. And so it was an agreement. Now, at that time, there was actually a Mizbeach on the base of Mikdash. So you might ask, how were they allowed to build the Mizbeach outside of the, of the base of Mikdash? Once the base of Mikdash was built, the only place where a Mizbeach could be built was, it, um, that Karbanas could be brought, was in the base of Mikdash. But the truth is that the Taita allows that for a temporary situation, one could um, put aside a mitzvah just temporarily. As we've talked about before, if somebody comes along and says to permanently put aside a mitzvah, we know it's a false person, a false, false navi, false prophet. But in this case, Elioh Navi was told by Hashem to agree to this test, and even though it was against the Torah to make him as Bayach outside of the base of Mikdash, once the base of Mikdash was built, but for a temporary situation just to prove the false Navis to be false, this was allowed. And so that's what they did. First, the false prophets, they built their Mizbeach. And they slaughtered animals and put them on them as Bayach, and then they started screaming out to their false god, bring down fire from heaven and prove that you are true, or some other such words. And they were crying out all day long and hoping that their idol, their getchka, their false god would send down fire from heaven. They did all sorts of strange, idolatrous things. But nothing helped. 
And so Eliyahu and Navi said to them, maybe you have to scream louder. Maybe your getchka, your false god, doesn't hear. So you have to scream louder. And maybe he's even in the bathroom. And that's why he doesn't hear you. You have to scream louder. And he was making fun of them. Obviously, he was just making fun of them. Because he knew that no fire would come down from heaven. And sure enough, after a while, they gave up. Now it was the turn of Eliyahu Navi. And so they took animals and they slaughtered the animals and put them on a mizbeach, a temporary mizbeach. And Eliyahu Navi davened, it was mincha time, afternoon, mincha time. Eliyahu Navi davened to Hashem, said, please Hashem, bring down fire from heaven to prove that you are true, and these false prophets are false. But even before that, he ordered that a lot of water should be poured in the Mizbeach. A lot, a lot of water. And his helper, Elisha, who later on became Elisha the Navi, famous as the next Navi, the next leader of the generation, poured so much water on the Mizbeach. There was so much water there. In fact, the Medrash even says that water came pouring out of Elisha's hands, miraculously. And so the Mizbech was flooded with water. So now, even if fire came down from heaven, it would take an extra miracle to burn up the Karbanas because there was so much water there. But that Navi daven to Hashem, and sure enough, fire came down from heaven. Hashem answered Eliyahu Navi, fire came down from heaven, and sure enough, it burnt up all the karbanos. And so all of the false prophets were proven to be false. And this was a great Kiddush Hashem that showed that Hashem is true. And it helped to bring back Yidin to the true path of Taita Mitzvahs. And so here we see a story that proves one of the halachas in the Rambam. Where the Rambam talks about a Navi, and says that any Navi who claims that Hashem told him to remove a mitzvah is for sure a false prophet. So how could Eliyahu Navi say to change to remove a mitzvah, meaning that the mitzvah to not have another mizbeach for korbanis outside the base of Mikdash should be set aside because it was only temporarily set aside but not to permanently remove any mitzvah. So therefore, temporarily, because Hashem told him to make this test, that's why he was able to do it. And now we're going to learn one small part of the halacha of Mashiach in the Rambam. And the Rambam says in the beginning of chapter 12, the very last parak in Rambam, last parak about the halachas of kings and their wars, the last parak in the halacha of Mashiach. Ramam says, don't think that the days of Mashiach, anything will be changed from the regular order of the world, meaning that nature will still be nature. There won't have to be any change in the way Hashem runs the world. But instead, the world will continue just the way it is, normal. Now, the Rambam says, it says in the book of Yeshaya that the wolf will now live peacefully with the lamb. 
and the leopard will live peacefully with a young goat. Uh, so how could that be called the natural way? The natural way is that a wolf will eat up a lamb and a leopard will eat up a young goat. So how could it be that in, the, in Yeshaya it says that they'll be peacefully living together, the wolf with the, with the lamb and the leopard with a young goat? So the Ramam answers, it's, it's just a metaphor. It's just a muscle. And what it stands for is that the evil nations of the world are compared to wolves and leopards will be peaceful with the hidden, who are compared to a sheep and so forth. That even though now there's so many evil nations that try to do harm to the hidden, but at that time it'll change and they'll be peaceful with us. Now you might ask, wait a minute, how could the Rambam say that nothing will change in the nature of the world when Mashiach comes? What about Tachiyas Amesim? We know that Tachiyas Amesim was one of the 13 main beliefs of Yiddishkeit. That's definitely not natural. For the people who have already died to come back alive, that's not natural. So the Rebbe explains that that's because there's two stages in the coming of Mashiach. The first stage, everything will be natural. And nothing unusual will have to happen. But the second stage, of course, there'll be great miracles, such as Tachiyas Amesim. And by studying these halachas of Mashiach and Geula, this is the most direct way to bring the Mashiach and Geula quicker. And so I would encourage everybody and give everybody a big Yashar Kayach for learning Taita every day and doing mitzvahs and adding in Taita mitzvahs, because this definitely will bring Mashiach quicker, including also learning about the halachas of Mashiach and Geula. And this way, along with doing all the mitzvahs and acts of goodness and kindness, we will certainly quicken the coming of Mashiach, may it happen immediately. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.